0: Greetings of peace, as we continue through the Octave of Christmas. Today we celebrate the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, and the World Day of Peace. As I sat with the Gospel for today, Luke chapter 2, verses 16 to 21, I noticed with curiosity that it's the shepherds who are the protagonists. They're the ones named first, and it is they that complete all the actions and movement in this scene. Furthermore, they're named not once, not twice, but three times in the passage, beginning with the first verse. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in manger. It is the shepherds that then are moved to action and share what they have seen. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And then the third time they are mentioned, Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. The Inclusive Bible has this translation. All who heard about it were astonished at the report given by the shepherds. This passage portrays the importance of a message and when moved to keep it in our hearts and embody it, we're moved to action. And what's also notable here is that it's not just the message itself, but valuing the witness of those most directly affected by that message. Our first reading today is likewise about a message. Moses is told by God to speak to Aaron and his family with a message of blessing. And then the Psalm and the second reading provide insights on what it can look like when a message of peace and justice is integrated within the community. The Psalm for today proclaims that the nations are glad and exult when the people are ruled with equity, while the second reading affirms the priority of kinship and relationship. So, holding all of these observations, perhaps today is an invitation to become more conscious of the messages that are guiding our lives, so that we can begin to reimagine harmful narratives that have shaped us and our communities, and instead, Commit or recommit to nonviolent practices. Just as violence has the potential to shape our way of being and moving in the world, nonviolence also is the most powerful form of force in the universe that we can adapt and uh, use in the way that we live and move and have our being. And not only that, not only is nonviolence within our DNA, but it's our collective right and responsibility to change the narratives of domination, separation, and violence to ones that make for genuine peace built on frameworks of justice. Throughout his time as Pope, Pope Francis has delivered messages on this day on the theme of peace. He has emphasized intergenerational work for peace. Nonviolence as a style for politics, and ecological justice as part of living nonviolently. Each of these messages of peace frames nonviolence not as a passive understanding of non-engagement or inaction, but as a way of life, a positive and powerful force for social change, a process for ending violence without using violence, for transforming conflict and protecting the vulnerable and our common home. It is within our power to embody the spirituality of nonviolence, to resist, interrupt, and stop cycles of violence for a just and lasting peace. As the preliminary document of this year's Messages of Peace indicates, the first this year's message on the topic of intelligence and peace will be the theme. Within this message, Pope Francis calls for an open dialogue on the meaning of new technologies and affirms the need to be vigilant so that a logic of violence and discrimination does not take root in the production of these devices. He encourages us so that AI may be used in responsible ways so that it can be at the service of humanity and the protection of our common home. Pax Christi, Latin for peace of Christ, is an international movement and community working for peace around the world. Today is the day that all of us take the vow of nonviolence, a commitment written by Father John Deere and Eileen Egan. Over the decades, tens of thousands of people have taken this vow. And when I think about today's message of shepherds and message and peace and justice, I'm so grateful for the peacemakers who have taken on that message for peace, witnessed to it, and have shepherded new generations of peacemakers, artists, ministers, and activists. The image behind me is called Tower of Women. It's a painting by Sister Helen David Brancato, an IHM sister and artist. I was drawn to reflect with it in a tandem with the readings for today because the woman here almost appears to be a shepherd with her staff, um, and she carries with her all the women in her life who have witnessed um, and accompanied her, um, perhaps in a path of peacemaking. So today, I invite all of us to consider who the messengers of peace have been in our own lives. Those who, like the shepherds, have been witnesses along the way. I'm reminded that we can only achieve a lasting peace with others, and so many times it is the women who are leading the way. Perhaps people like Sister Diana Ortiz, the four church women of El Salvador, Sister Dorothy Stang, Dorothy Day, the women of Catholic Women Preach, and of course Mary of Nazareth. It's especially notable then that today we celebrate Mary. After all, Who taught Jesus to grow into a person he became? Who nurtured him in the ways of peace, justice, and equity? Who perhaps modeled the message of radical embrace and nonviolent inclusion, not to to forget enduring love? Who was it that invited him to make daily decisions that would ultimately influence the decision to nonviolently face the cross? I like to think Mary of Nazareth, had a lot to do with it. So today, as we remember the message of the shepherds and consider who the messengers of peace are in our communities, perhaps we might choose a message of peace for ourselves this new year that we can both keep in our hearts and live into for the next 365 days. May this year be a year of peace with justice, each of us contributing in ways that embrace and endure.